Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hello. On behalf of our entire flight crew, thanks for soaring with us. Hello, welcome to another edition of Disney Brit Bite Size. I thought we'd go a bit festive again this time. So we go. But does Land Paris festivities? Hello, Alan. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. How are you? Not too bad. I've um, got my tree up. I'm all sort of. Your tree's Christmas. now up, is it? Okay. Your tree is up. Good. Our tree's up. Yeah. I've right, got lights outside the house. I've uh, not got any lights outside the house, no. No, I, I, I didn't attempt that one this year. Maybe another year, but not this year. That's not happening. Um, right. So, uh, you're all ready for Christmas then? Are you? You've got everything bought, ready to go, everything sorted. The only thing I haven't bought is sprouts. Sprouts. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to wait until a bit nearer the time. Is there well, a reason? Can you buy sprouts now? Can you buy sprouts now? I and think keep you can them? buy sprouts now. I know, I know you can buy them now, but you can buy them all year them. long, but how long do they keep in the house? Um, Before they start to go really smelly. If anybody knows the answer to a sprout expiration date, email us radio at disneybrit.com. I've got no idea. Because um, if I can get them this week, I'd prefer to do that than wait for the rush. I reckon I reckon you can get sprouts this week. You must be able to. Hmm. Anyway, so it is uh, Disney Bit Bite Size, and we thought, as we haven't done it for a little while, and people really enjoyed it last time we did it, we're going to bring back just a minute. Um, when you say everyone or people enjoyed it, well, you mean yeah. people bar me. Yeah, they liked it. They went, <laughs> you didn't like it. I... Um, so Disney, we did our just a, just a minute a little while ago, and basically we had five topics each, I believe, and um, we gave the topic to the other person. They had to try and continue to talk about that comment, that that topic for a minute. And I was a little bit kind last time, whereas this time I think I've been a little bit mean. <laughs> um, so I've got five topics for you, and we got the idea is um, we have to try and talk in it for a minute. If we hesitate, we re- uh, repeat anything, or we pause. Then uh, or deviate from the topic, so we come up with a different topic completely. Then we um, have to pass it over to the person. It's basically whoever is speaking at the end of the minute that wins the point. That's right, isn't it? Something like that. Something like that. So we'll um, make make it up as we go along. Anyway. Yeah, we always do. So uh, the question is, who is going to give their first topic out? Me or you? What do you fancy? Do you fancy starting by answering or asking? Um, I reckon you've got to flip a coin. Okay, you could have pre-warned me. I don't have a coin. I've got a tape measure. Here we go. I'm going to flip a tape measure. So, do you want a blank side or or, or writing side? Um, writing side. Ready? You probably heard. Oh, can you believe it? It's actually landed on its side. Well, let me try again. Oh, it's on the blank side, which means I ask first. Okay. I'm gonna, I was going to say something there, but... What, what were you going to say? Family-friendly. Oh, you are going to say something unfamily-friendly? Yeah. That's not like you. Right. So, I'm going to give you your first topic that you have got a minute to try and answer. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So, your first topic to speak on for a minute is the Disney Junior favourite, Doc McStuffin. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go. 
Doc McStuffin is a young girl who has a own little sort of veterinary service for little teddy bears and things. Um, she has a magic stethoscope that I believe when she touches sends these characters into real life and they bring their problems to Doc McStuffin. She has a little um, thingy-majig, what they call it. Uh, can I interject there? I do believe that is probably what we would call a pause. I, th I think you'll find I was waving my hand in a circle trying to get the words out, which is good <laughs> as talking. Okay, that's not going to work then, is it? Do I get to take over? I've got 20 seconds, 27 seconds remaining. Go on then. Okay, here we go. I may have just completely done myself over here. So as Doc Alan says, Doc McStuffin is a small girl who will always have her hair in some sort of plaits. She wears a doctor's kind of white coat and she does use her stethoscope to try and bring these animals to life. She has one animal called Lammy, which of course is a sheep who is a reoccurring character within Doc McStuffin. But as well as that, she uses lots and lots of different toys that she has in her bedroom to bring them to life so that they can... Yay! Point to me. No, that was that was too quick. No, it wasn't. That was twenty-seven seconds remaining. Oh. The music's only a minute. Fair enough then. Right. Okay. So, um, I win the Doc McStuffin. <laughs> I got a bit worried actually. I, thought I was. I wasn't quite sure whether I knew enough. And I reckon you're looking at a picture. I've not really wasn't looking at a picture at all. I promise I'm not cheating. Not like you, Mister Wikipedia. I'm not Mister Wikipedia. <laughs> On the last episode, I think you cheated. <laughs> so, um, what is my topic to speak on for a minute? Um, Disney related, you ready? Yeah, go on. Oh no, go on. You ready? Yeah. Inca Cola. Right, okay. I have no idea what this is. So, one minute on Inca Cola. You ready? Go. Inca-Cola is a cola-based drink that does sound like it may be something from the Aztecs. I'm guessing it's also linked to Mexico, so you can buy this drink in Mexico. It is probably a reproduction or copy of the original Coke that you could buy from that well-known brand in the US and the UK. It is a very nice fizzy drink that comes in a brown colour and you can buy it to enjoy on a hot sunny day when you are with your family. It is something that uh, people have enjoyed for many, many years. And although it's only available in Mexico, I'm sure you can find um, it on the internet. What, of Mexico? Yeah. Okay, do you know what? I have no idea what Inca-Cola is. So I think I've done quite well to have got through 37 seconds, to be honest. Oh, that's only 23 seconds left to go. 23 seconds for you to talk about Inca-Cola. Yeah. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Three, two, one, go. Inca-Cola is available at Club Cooler at Epcot. It is one of the free drinks that you can sample. Inca Cola is also known as the Golden Cola in terms of international advertising. It is a soft drink that is created in Peru and came, started being produced in 1935 by British immigrant Jose Robinson. <laughs> Have you got, you've got Wikipedia open again, haven't you? No. <laughs> yes, you have. I, I'm just very knowledgeable about Inca-Cola. Right, shut Wikipedia down, otherwise I'm do, taking points off you. Do you know what colour Inca-Cola is? No. It's like a lime green colour. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I told you I knew nothing about it. Apparently it's like a bubblegum flavour. Okay. So don't listen to me for facts, because quite clearly I'm completely wrong. Yeah. Shut Wikipedia down, you cheat. Right. 
Are you ready? You're, you're just waiting to listen here for click. Yeah, there it is. You haven't done anything. <laughs> right, you've got one minute. Your topic, are you ready? Yep, yep. Is the Newport Bay Club over at Disneyland Paris. Three, two, one, go. The Newport Bay Club, if it's what I'm thinking about, is the hotel that is next to Lake Disney, if it is called that. Uh, it is a New England-style hotel that has got lots of rooms. It is quite large. It has a convention center. And I remember that it was going through a major refurbishment that seemed to go on forever and ever. The people that were booked in to go there claim um, compensation for uh, its overrunning uh, refurbishment. Uh, hesitation. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll find it was just um, internet dropout. Hesitation. It, the, uh, mm, uh, okay. Right, I've got 32 seconds remaining to talk about the Newport Bay Club. Are you ready? Three, two, one. The Newport Bay Club is a white and blue design. It's recently had the rooms refurbished and they look a lot better than they used to. The beds are extremely comfortable, which I can tell you because I've slept in one. And they are very good for keeping people who are snoring quiet because I shared a room with Juz and he was very, very noisy. Outside the front, it also, uh, next to Lake Disney, has a really kind of tall lighthouse that actually doesn't do a lighthouse's job because it doesn't need to, but it does have a light that does come on in the evening and that allows people to know whereabouts the Newport Bay Club is. Do you want to me? Can you imagine if the lighthouse did work? That would just annoy everyone in the hotel rooms, wouldn't it? Room service has just delivered me coffee. Thank you. I've got a drink now. I'm happy. Sorry, what are you saying? Just imagine if that lighthouse did light up and shine in people's rooms <laughs> periodically they every 10 seconds. They would be quite annoyed, wouldn't they? That's quite yeah. true. Okay, so it's 2-1 to me. So what is your next topic for me, Alan? You're doing quite well. Yeah, well, only because I've got all mine right and you've got yours right. Right, so without looking at Wikipedia, what's the next one? Okay, you ready? Go on. The Skipper Canteen. Right, okay, so I've got... I should have taken more notice when I read the article. Three, two, one. The Skipper Canteen is a new restaurant that's just opened inside Adventureland in the Magic Kingdom. The idea of it is it is themed around the Jungle Cruise skippers. They're the people who drive the boats on the Jungle Cruise. And this is their works canteen where they would go to when they weren't working on the Jungle Cruise. The uniforms in the Skipper Canteen are the same uniforms as those people who are wearing on the Jungle Cruise, obviously to fit in with the theme that goes on across the different lands. In <coughs> inside, oh man, inside the um, Skipper Canteen, you'll find lots of different themed areas. One area that seems to have a lot of wine glasses in cabinets. There's another area that seems to have butterflies on the wall and we're trying to work out whether or not they move or they don't move and we need to check what that is. It's a counter service location, it's not a table service location and inside you can buy yourself a really nice looking souvenir skipper canteen mug which looks like a kind of metal tankard that you can drink plenty out of and looks like it has some really nice looking liquid inside. Na 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 na. I was going to pick you up on some bits there, but I was kind. It is a counter service, isn't it? Yeah. I thought so. Just checking I was right. Um, but I've also heard that it's going to be signature dining. Uh, maybe. But um, I, I know nothing about it. You know nothing about it? I know nothing about it. Apart from I've seen some pictures today. Okay. 
Fair enough. So I'll, I'll be honest there. Right. So you set me up for something that you knew nothing about. Yeah. Is that the reason why you didn't interject? Because you knew you had nothing to say. <laughs> Cheating. Right, okay. Uh, uh, the new sit-down table service restaurant will oh, start table serving. Service. We'll start taking reservations January. Oh, right. So it must be in previews then at the moment. Yep. Fine. Okay, are you ready for your next topic? Go on then. Alan, you've ready. got a minute to talk about Disney Christmas songs. Are you ready? Go. Uh, Disney Christmas songs are my favourite type of song around this time of year. It, it sums up the best sort of festivity in a theme park or on TV. Sometimes they're on movies as well. My children love them around this holiday season. But I only really Can know I stop one. you there? Because you're just deviating. There's no, you've not said anything about it so far. You've completely just missed the point. Oh, I was just building up a roundabout picture about music at Disney. <laughs> to, get, to get right into the heart of that topic. No, you weren't. It's a lie. Right. <laughs> I the favourite kind of music of my children, and I have become some sort of robot. Right. You, you, you want to see the, the shape my arms are doing as I'm trying to get the words out. Right. I've got 37 seconds to talk about Disney Christmas songs. Are you ready? Here we go. Disney Christmas songs starting now. One of the things I love about Disney at Christmas, and particularly on Main Street, is the Main Street style Victorian Christmas songs that they play. And they use loads of the old fashioned instruments to play those different pieces of music. But Disney have got lots of Christmas albums. There was a Christmas album called Merry Christmas Disney that had a lot of the classic songs on there. Things like Jingle Bells, Santa Claus Comes to Town, The Twelve Days of Christmas is on there as well. And I remember there's a rendition of Oh Christmas Tree. But Disney World also have different Christmas music. And particularly in Disneyland Paris, they have the Disney Dreams of Christmas, which is a Christmas version of the usual show that they have on during the rest of the year. Disney often... Okay. That's what I think of that. That's rubbish. Okay, it's currently 4-1. How? 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 Because, because I'm rubbish. you've got one. <laughs> it's kind of the way it works. Okay. Um... He's in three each. Okay, it's your turn to give me one now. Yeah. And I hope you're ready for this one. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Go on then. Steamboat Willie. Okay. Steamboat Willie, are you ready? Go. Steamboat Willie is one of the first cartoons that were created by Walt Disney for Mickey Mouse. Some people believe it's the first ever cartoon that was created, but it wasn't. It was actually the second after the Galloping Gaucho, but it was the first one that Walt Disney actually released theatrically. It's also the first cartoon to have synchronised sound. It was in black and white, and the voice of Mickey Mouse was provided by Walt Disney himself. He would speak and also do the theme tune, which was... Yeah, I don't think you can whistle for the full length. You've done that. No, I'm not before. whistling for the full length. I was just doing the whole thing. Uh, there's also Minnie Mouse disappear in this particular episode, as does Pete, who is the big mean baddie who is chasing after Mickey, who is on his steamboat. Now, obviously, Steamboat Willie is not Mickey himself. Steamboat Willie is the steamboat that Mickey Mouse was on. So, in Steamboat Willie, there's um, there's some right. Pause. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I run out of things to say. Do you know what? You got three seconds. Oh. Are you ready? Three, two, one. 
While the film has received lots of criticism, it was received. That's it. <laughs> I completely ran out of things to say. Terrible. Four two. Do, do, do you know what I think's brilliant? What? My my Disney confessionist. I don't know if I've actually seen any more about Steamboat Willie than Mickey Mouse standing whistling. Hold on oh really? You. Okay, you need to yeah. watch that. I've probably just seen the the, the clip that is shown on everything. <laughs> the bit that now comes at the beginning of Disney movies. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. Uh your next one then. Are you Go ready? Okay. I want a minute talking about high school musical three. Are you ready? Go. High School Musical 3 was the sequel and follow-on film from High School Musical 2, which was also the follow-on from High School Musical 1. Now, the original film was based around some kids in a high school, and they were putting together some sort of show or presentation for the end of the year. But a bit like what Adam does, that we hear about quite often. The main characters were all in it together, and they sung some other really good songs that may have hit an album. And maybe a follow-on album for High School Musical 2. Okay, seriously. you're going through the history of High School Musical in order to give us what's going on in High School Musical 3. I don't know what's in High School Musical 3. Okay, right. I've got 22 Pretty much seconds. the same as what was in the first two. <laughs> 22 seconds to talk about High School Musical 3. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Um, High School Musical 3 contains many of the same characters that you find in High School Musical 1 and 2. Sharpay and Ryan. Sharpay played by Ashley Tisdale. You've also got Vanessa Hudgens and Zach Efron, who play two of the main characters. And there's also a pianist called Kelsey, I believe. And the whole point of High School Musical 3 is they're all uh, going to be graduating from high school to go off to college. And it's the story of them graduating. Oh, you could have had... Oh, no, you said graduating and graduating. I'm trying to get the three-second call-outs. That's what I'm aiming for, I think. It. Right. Five-three. Five-two. And to do, to do that, I need to work out when their 57 seconds has been. Right, so no pressure, but to draw, you've got to get the next three. And there's only two left. Yeah. No, there isn't. There's three left. There's three left. Um, okay. So, next up is yours. What are you giving me? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, man. Okay. Right. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Here we go. Star Wars The Force Awakens is the seventh film in the Star Wars series. It's the first movie that has been made by Disney since their acquisition of Lucasfilm from George Lucas. There is apparently some sort of mention of Jar Jar Binks at the beginning, which has not made people too happy. But George Lucas also seems to be a little bit unhappy that it's not the vision of Star Wars that he particularly had for it. But it's just tough because he sold it to Disney and they can do what the hell they like with it. It comes out at the end of this week and is believed to be one of the biggest opening box office weekends ever made. And it follows the story of Han Solo, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. Uh, years after we first meet them, we believe Luke's going to be exiled on an island somewhere and has gone slightly crazy, although we don't know for definite. There is a new robot that's going to be appearing in it called BB-8, and BB-8 you can that's buy from any Disney store. BB-8. Okay, fine, whatever. Right, uh, you got 12 I was, was going to call you out on a repetition of Jar. <laughs> His name's Jar Jar Binks. You can't, yeah. you can't give me a repetition. But surely then you can do a repetition of B for BB-8. Well, that, that's technically what I was doing, but oh, then right. you did a BB-8. I did it twice. 
<laughs> right, okay, you got 12 seconds on Star Wars Force Awakens. Oh, that's See a bit ready. too long. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Star Wars, that was hesitation. Force Awakens. It's been uh, the most anticipated film in my uh, life, really. I've um, <laughs> only just started to watch any iteration of Star Wars. And, uh, Utter rubbish. Utter rubbish, Hooper. <laughs> Utter rubbish. All right, I'll give you that. Oh. Alright, it's five three. Next up. <laughs> Sorry. Alright. Next yeah. one is Star Wars Rogue One. No, it's not really, I'm joking, because I know nothing about it. <laughs> and then it comes out in a couple of years. Right, your next one uh-huh. is the Disney film Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. You ready? Go. Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. As the music started. Yep. Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas has been a, another film which I have not seen. <laughs> However, <laughs> I have seen Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas today, <laughs> which I'm sure is of a similar ilk. The, <laughs> the film itself is broken into three sections. One with uh, Donald, where he's repeating Christmas Day with his nephews. Okay, Chewy, um, stop, Chewy, stop, stop. At this moment in time, you're explaining... Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, not Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. I've not seen Twice Upon a Christmas. <laughs> you, can't just, you can stop making up. Uh, so, in this film, Dumbo, the flying elephant, you can't just choose another film. Right. It might be similar. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. The only reason I've chosen this is because I watched it in the past week. Right. Are you ready? Okay. 35 seconds on Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. So, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas is the second film after Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. This is a computer-generated movie and believed to be one of the first movies which Mickey Mouse was computer-generated along with all the other characters. It's a repetition fo- of computer-generated Oh, right, we take it over then. Good luck. Go. The first Hesitation, second tells the story I win, of then I'll have that back. Donald Duck. <laughs> Go on then. Um, who are competing on an ice skating competition. And according to Wikipedia... The girls each are joined uh, by their boyfriends. Uh, I'm pausing you there for cheating. Because you're using Wikipedia. I'm having it back. I can't deny that. Yeah, well, I'm having it back then. The first part of the film is Mickey, Ma- Minnie Mouse and Daisy Duck competing in ice skating rink. There's also one about Donald Duck who just wants hot chocolate. There's one about Goofy meeting Max's girlfriend for the first time. You cheat. Cheat. I, I can't deny it. <laughs> Right, so it's currently. I'll tell you what, though, six, it's sixty-seven three. minutes long. It's it's sixty-seven. <laughs> I'd have been amazed if you'd never seen it and you knew the running time. <laughs> You're a cheat. Right, okay. Um, your last topic, Alan. Yeah. Go on, then. The fifties prime time cafe. Oh man, okay, fifties prime time cafe. Right, starting in three, two, one. The 50s Primetime Cafe is a restaurant that you will find inside Disney Hollywood Studios. It's usually around the lake area. And it is a great opportunity to go and have some proper American 50s style food. You go in there and when you sit down, you've got a table with your own television that's showing some old 50s type programs. And you are served, not by a waitress or a waiter, 
You're served by mum or dad or your cousin or somebody like that. So the idea is you're sitting having like a family meal together. Not only is the 50s primetime diner there, but next door you also get the tune-in lounge, which is a place where you can go and buy some of their milkshakes and cocktails and things like that without having to sit down and eat dinner. Now, one of the things about 50s primetime cafe is the meatloaf. I love the meatloaf they have in there. But my favourite thing doubled, about doubled it... doubled up your meatloaf. Yeah, you always nothing wrong with double meatloaf. Right, okay, 17 seconds. You ready? Go. The 50s Primetime Diner is set a bit like a TV studio, in a way. If you look up to the ceiling, you'll be able to see uh, lighting as though you're on set. Uh, but the food is also fantastic. This is the only sit-down restaurant where I've actually ate for an entire week's worth of food in one day. You win that one. Okay. So that is the end of the competition. So the final scores are in... Do you want to know what the final scores are? I would say I'm on tender hooks, but I think the term is tenter hooks. And the final score is... Alan Hooper. Is on four. I am on... Six! So close. Shots in a way. Sorry. Um, you did very well, though, Alan. I did, considering I know nothing. <laughs> well, I purposely chose ones that I knew nothing about this time. You did well with Dr. McStuffin, though. Did you cheat on that one, or was that a... Um, no, actually, in the house. Oh, see, I didn't think that through, because I thought I've watched it in the past week, the bit, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to see if I can throw him with something you wouldn't expect. And then it turns out you knew more about Dr. McStuffin than I did. So that one did oh. backfire slightly, although I think yeah. I just took it. You could have had Sophia, that would have been another one. I don't know enough about Sophia. Oh. Other than that, she's a princess who can do magic. She's got a magical amulet. That's the one, a magical amulet. But I thought I'd throw some Christmas stuff in as well. High School Musical 3, I knew you'd never seen. Yeah, um, that's so that was a bit choice. mean. Yeah, so I've, I've seen that film. Um, but that was it. Thank you very much. I enjoyed that. That was quite good fun. Good and, stuff. Uh, I'm glad I'm, you had fun. I'm so glad you chose another. Um, Star Wars topic, knowing full well how little you know about Star Wars. Have you watched many of the Star Wars films yet? Um, I've still only ever watched the first one. Okay, the first, well, which is the fourth one, really, isn't it? Right. Yes. So you need to be catching up with that because the movie comes out the weekend. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm getting. Next, well, I'm, I am going to go and watch it, and I'm going to try and watch it before the next Disney Brit, so I can spoil everyone's fun and tell everyone all about okay, it. Okay, sounds good. Right. Uh, in that case, it's time for this. So what you're telling me is you're going to go and watch the next Star Wars, even though you've not watched the others that go with it. Yeah, well, it's all the same, isn't it? People dancing around with light tubes in their hands. That's it, yes. They're just using strip lighting. That's right. Yeah. Um, and they're dancing around with those, and they're wearing capes. Yeah. And things. And they've got the utility belts. They're the ones, yes, the utility belts. They're kind of you know, handyman come martial yeah. artists come sword fighters. Did um did the Death Star blow up? Yes, the Death Star's gone. Okay, so that's not going to be in this one. No, I shouldn't think so, unless they've built a new one. Because obviously Darth Vader's dead as well and all that sort of stuff. So, so he's not going to be in this one? No, he's not going to be in this one either. There's a new big bad man. And the other thing is, hmm. in the first episode, yeah. I'm sure there was a whole thing someone said that I'm your dad, Luke. Yeah, that's it. But that Darth didn't happen Vader, in the Darth first Vader's episode. In, yeah, you have to wait. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dad. I started my. I should do my 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 Christmas joke, Star Wars joke. Oh, really? 
Luke, I know what you've got for Christmas. Why, Dad? <sighs> I felt your presence. There we go. Um, at that point, surely at that point, <laughs> there should be this, shouldn't there? Anyway, um, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, uh, that's my that's my Star Wars Christmas joke. I don't have many Star Wars Christmas jokes, so I thought I'd put that one in. Yeah, I don't think there are many Star Wars jokes. No, there isn't. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's round off the show as you always do. Thank you very much for joining us as always. Thank you, Alan. No problem, anytime. And of course, if you want to join in with any of the fun that goes on here, you can of course email us radio at disneybrit.com. We have got a Disney. 12 days of christmas special coming up on tomorrow's child uh that's gonna be next week do not miss that i think it's gonna be quite entertaining we're coming up with a disney 12 disney days of christmas which we're gonna be presenting to you as part of our tomorrow's child stuff hopefully on the next episode um you can kind of say email us questions suggestions comments abuse whatever you fancy on radio at disneybrit.com you can also follow us on twitter which is at disneybrit and go over to facebook.com forward slash disneybrit podcast find out all the latest stuff like uh, latest episodes any comments or pictures anybody's put up and over the next next week will be the next set of uh, pairings for the disney's ultimate attraction so you will be able to check those and vote for those as well because that's coming up on the next show i think on the next show we're going to be talking star wars are we i think we're going to be doing tomorrow's child and we're going to be doing the disney's ultimate attraction as well so that is going to be coming up on that next particular episode uh, so do please join us for that um, also if you are wanting to be part of the disney running team do not forget you can join facebook.com forward slash uh, groups forward slash Disney Brit running team it's a good time to be getting yourself joined up and signed up because if you've not already got your place for the half marathon that we're going to be running in Disneyland Paris next month the general sale is going to be going for those particular race places so make sure you do get those and get those sorted ASAP and we'll get you know what's going on with regards to that as well if you want to sponsor us for the running team it's justgiving.com forward slash Disney Brit running team you can still sponsor us we've got loads of events coming up that we've booked ourselves onto in order to then um try and raise as much money as we can for Caldwell children so please do go and do that um, I think that is everything, have I missed anything? No, that sounds about right Brilliant, well in that case we will see you Oh, go on How do you get down off a of banther? I don't know You don't, you get it off a of goose Anyway, we will see you next week Until then, see ya Music